Construction Champions, it's your host, Ron Nussbaum, and we are here for another amazing episode of Construction Champions Podcast, where we're burning down the house just to rebuild it. And I don't say that because I want you to go burn down a house. I say that because that's what we're doing with our businesses here. We're opening the doors. We're having conversations that should be happening in front of everybody, but a lot of times happen with the doors closed. I'm super excited about today's episode. As usual, if that doesn't surprise anybody, I would be surprised at this point in time. So I'm excited to have Phil and Heather with us today. How is it going? Living the dream, Ron. Going well. <laughs> so... <laughs> You guys are awesome. You guys run a business together. And, you know, that excites me I, that we, we got a couple on here that are out doing amazing things together in the construction industry. And you guys are going to we're going to tear that back a little bit. And we're, we're going to talk about the successes that you guys have had and what has led to those. But for all the construction champions out there to start that might not know who you guys are, why don't you let them know? I'm Phil Odo, uh, Closer Look General Contracting out of Clayton, North Carolina. Uh, grew up in the construction industry. Always wanted to be in the construction industry, have a business. Started a business back in 2005. Um, went through the housing crisis, grew the business, suffered a good bit of embezzlement. Um, set me back quite a bit. Decided that it was time to get organized and really focus on it like a business. Run it like something that, um, you know, that would be profitable that we could potentially sell when we want to retire and um uh, and here we are i love it heather you want to add anything in there yeah i am um, i'm heather odo um i've not always been heather odo phil and i have been uh a, a, an item for a decade or so and um, i actually come from a totally different background um, my degree is in a totally different field and um came on board just because Phil threw it out there one day, you know, do you want to help me with some of these little aspects of the business that may need some attention? And then, like he said, as we found out about the embezzlement and some of the things, and like you talked about, you know, burning it down to build it back up, that's kind of what we had to do. Um, not being burning wasn't intentional, but um, the building it back up has been a really powerful process for us. Um, and we've certainly built it back better than it was before. So I, I love it. And I've learned a lot about construction on the way. <laughs> well, you know, uh, in 2011, when I got in the Marine Corps, I had no construction experience. So it can be learned. You can learn mm -hmm. the, the construction business. And it, it's really to what Phil said. I love when you just talk about building a business. Because too <laughs> often we think, oh, it's just construction. I'm just a builder. I'm just a contractor. This is different than anything else. But all you got to do is just build a business and it's just like any other business. We just happen to build things. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to jump right in, ask the million dollar question. And that is what makes a construction champion? You know, Ron, I, I think it's the willingness to adapt to the ever changing environment that we have in our, in our business. Um, you know, figuring out, what we do to to add value to change to enrich the overall experiences that we derive and develop for our for for our clients for our team our team members for our family for ourselves 
for our real future. Um, you know, I used to look at things from a perspective where, hey, I got a, a degree in construction management. I've worked on big, you know, $100 million projects, built big things. And, you know, I got a great network. And, you know, there was a time where I thought that that was enough, where you could just coast. It was on cruise control. But I think it's the desire. I mean, it's to have the willingness to always learn, to develop, to grow, to to embedder yourself. Um, I think that's it is to to just continue to grow find things to learn change things up expand yourself um i think that that really develops a construction champion mm -hmm. yeah and I, I mean mine is kind of similar we didn't actually you know plan this and try to piggyback <laughs> too much but um man one of my life philosophies really is just that you there's always more to learn there's always more to explore there's always more to become um you know, and I had this belief as a as a kid that, you know, you sort of go through this process of, you know, you go through school and get out of school, you meet a couple of, you know, milestones, getting married, having kids, and then that's it for the rest of your life. Um, and that sounds, you know, it's like a juvenile perspective. It was because I was a kid. But, you know, I, I what I'm learning as, you know, somebody who's approaching 50 now is that you there's always stuff to learn. There's always new things to take on, new challenges. Um, and, you know, as long as you're still living, you can do those things. Um, I don't want to misquote, so I have my little paper right here, but one of my very favorite quotes is Maya Angelou. She said, do the best you can until you know better. And then when you know better, do better. And that's always resonated with me because, you know, then very much applies to what we're doing here in the business is that, you know, we're learning things that people who have big successful businesses probably already knew, but we didn't know what questions to ask. You know, we didn't know, this is embarrassing to admit, but we didn't even realize until sadly pretty recently <laughs> that there's a conceptual and a mathematical difference between markup and margin. Mm. You know, we thought, well, if you mark it up enough, it's got to cover your overhead and you even have a little bit left over. And it, you know, somehow the math didn't work out at the end of the year where we had any money left. So you know, those little things that, like Bill said, you know, you may have a ton of construction experience, um, a degree in it, you may have, you know, a great network, all these things, but if you don't know, or if you're not willing to listen, you know, to what other people are putting out there um, and explore some of these concepts, even if they seem a little bit off the wall, you know, you're, you're not going to grow, you're going to stagnate. And I think that's, that's the key. You have to be willing to learn. Always. I love it. That, that That's power. And I love that you guys didn't have a conversation prior, but here we are talking about the same thing. And that's just learning and adapting to the situation and continuing to grow. And, you know, this is a subject that comes up and you guys are firsthand. You guys are out there. How, how did you develop that mindset or where did that come from? How can guys learn to learn? Uh, you have to have the willingness to 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 develop to to enhance your skills i mean you know it's um i think people have to apply pressure there's got to be pressure that's applied either you have to fail somewhere so we you know we have the term fail forward um you have to have the willingness the desire to succeed and you know for me i was in the face of the adversities that come through embezzlement and I had a buddy of mine that I was, you know, I was going through catching him up all of the things 
that I was going through at the time. And you can see behind me, there's pictures of mountains. So I had a lot of books that were about mountaineering. I had a lot of uh, things on my Audible and stuff like that, physical books. And he said, hey, dude, I see a lot of books here in mountaineering. I don't see one business book. Holy cow, that changed my way of thinking entirely to the fact that, or to, to the degree that, you know, uh, they're business books, they're business books, they're podcasts. I mean, I listen to your podcast regularly because the nuggets that you pick up along the way, they turn into big things. You have little incremental successes. And as we develop little successes, you know, the, the, the quest, the desire to learn, it, it, it increases, you know, it takes time. You're not going to do it overnight, but you're going to pick up these nuggets along the way. And, um, you know, for me anyway, I think that that's, that's it. You have to have the willingness to succeed. And, you know, I don't want to say it at all costs because you have to have balance. You got to spend time with your family. You have to develop your relationships with your, your children, your wife, your, you know, your parents, people that are important to you. Um, but I think there's a balance in all of it. You know, you just have to have that desire to succeed, to expand yourself, to enrich your life and the lives of those around you. Yeah. And you have to be, you know, have the humility to admit that you don't know everything. Um, you know, and again, just because you know a lot about building things, you know, construction, whatever it may be, doesn't mean that, um, you know, that you necessarily know everything there is to know about working with your team, you know, dealing with how to motivate your team, um, how to deal with conflict with your team or, you know, with clients, um, you know, stuff like that. We just maybe flying blind with some of that stuff and and to to be able to say, hey, you know, I, I need to grow in this area. You know, what do you recommend? And like Phil said, listening to podcasts, reading books, um, you know, taking the suggestions of those podcasts and books for other books. And then you just, you know, it's just this, you get all this forward momentum where you're just gathering information and, you know, I mean, you can take what you like and leave the rest. You don't have to adopt every single strategy that somebody throws out there. Not everything works for every person. Um, but that open-mindedness, you know, and like you said, the willingness is, is fundamental, I think. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, once you start to learn and you see these incremental successes, um, coaching. I mean, coaching is something that I used to look at like, oh man, that's that's BS. I mean, what's this guy going to tell me? <laughs> yeah. And you know, now we're we're advocates for it. You know, I mean, we we have discussions on a regular to evaluate where we're at, where we want to go, and you know, who we're going to work with, what directions. I mean, we've got some opportunities to work with um, with coaches that deal with culture coaches that deal with the financial aspect of things. We're currently members of Remodelers Advantage. And, you know, we do the uh, the peer coaching with them where we meet with our peer group twice a year. So it's all in that, that, that process, that thought that, you know, we're going to learn how to, um, how to create the culture, how to create the processes, how to create our future and provide great experiences for our customers. Mm -hmm. I love it. That, I mean, that when you talk about, for one, I think everybody should find a coach, a mentor, something like not everybody's for everybody, but you need to find who's for you. Uh, it's one of the reasons I bring so many of them on here 
is because yeah. I feel like people should be exposed to that. And you're going to figure out who you relate with, who it's the best for you to work with. But the to Heather's point about the books and just picking up that that golden nugget, I, I look at that all the time because I'm, I'm a continuous learner. I'm always reading. And most books are all like the same stuff. But it's really figuring out how do you get that to work for you? Because we're all different into different systems and like just because it worked for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for you but you can take this part of this and this part of that put it to your other and start creating that recipe that leads to that success for you guys yeah absolutely i can't help but notice that one of our foundational books is sitting there on your shelf behind you um that traction book was the first one that the the friend of his that he was referring to that said, why don't you have any business books? That was the first one he recommended. Mm -hmm. um, and we went through that thing with a fine tooth comb because we started reading it and thought, oh my God, you know, this, this stuff actually pertains to what we're dealing with. And, you know, we did the little printed out the little handouts and did the little charts and whatnot. And, um, you know, and from there, that's, you know, that really kind of cracked that nut so that we started to realize, oh, geez, you know, there's a whole wealth of information out here. And we should probably explore some of it. Yeah, I mean, there's a whole world out there that you have no exposure to unless you are on a quest to to find it. And one thing leads to another. You go through these books, they recommend other books. You know, we've had failures with, you know, some of them and we've failed forward. Yeah, so I, I have traction up there. It's the only business book. You could say the other two a bit. I, I say they're all, it all corresponds. But because yeah. I, I truly believe that traction is like the foundation for a business. No matter where you're at, traction can completely change your trajectory because as you continue to grow, it's not on a broken foundation. It allows you to set yourself up for success. I've used it in multiple businesses. and. It's one of the top books I refer. Well, with the top three, like right there. Those are those are the three books. I, I say the 10 edge rules for your mind to expand your mind for belief of exactly what you can accomplish. 75 hard, everybody should do because it puts you in the mentor place to be able to go to accomplish the 10x. Like you have to mentally be able to get there. And then traction's that foundation that without that, you can't get to the to build the house on top of that. So. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, mindset, um, I think mindset is, is foundational to success. I mean, you know, those are some of the fundamentals is 75 hard is about discipline. And, you know, if you've got the discipline to get up in the morning and do these things over and over and over and over again, then, you know, in in the right order, in the right sequence, then you're going to eventually develop the success. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, um, you know, it it's really what it boils down to is the mindset. You asked me a few minutes ago, what is it that, you know, what is it that encourages people to learn? It, it's, it's a mindset. Yeah. I think no. it's also, I'm sorry to interrupt you, that one of the things when you said that, what encourages people to learn, I think is, sort of having permission and freedom to realize that it's okay not to know everything. Um, you know, it's really easy to shut down and and not be open to learning whenever you, you know, are afraid you're going to 
feel like a dumbass because you know you have to ask questions but as phil knows i ask questions till he i am blue in the face because i want to know um and that's the only way that you can you move forward so yeah giving people that freedom and saying hey it's okay to not know what do you need what what how can i help yeah and that's something i mean that's something we face kind of as a a industry culture because i know i i've had to work through that is like because you don't you don't want to feel like you feel like you're stupid like it's being in construction like what we do is we fix things like we're just supposed to know when everything is all shit, we're just supposed to know how to rebuild it and make it right. That's like the job, but we don't always know. And being willing to ask and having that humility to say, it's not that I'm stupid. It's just, I don't know right now. And I need help to understand. Uh, it's something as an industry, I think we just have to work through. I know I personally, I still have to work through it now. Because you just get this mindset of like, I should just know how to do this. I'm just going to steamroll through it when there's somebody that can help you. And then you don't have to steamroll through it. It becomes easy. Yeah. It's the old school mentality of, of contracting. I mean, there's a lot of egos that are in, um, in contracting. I mean, and there's a lot of, a lot of, like you said, there's, there's a lot of secrets, a lot of things that go on behind closed doors because you don't want to give your competitors an advantage the reality of it is is there's enough to go around and different companies different people offer different levels of service they have different processes they find their niche so i think that it's okay for us to share um you know i i 100 agree with that because i think a lot of a lot of the stuff that i hear on here and a lot of these secrets that we think we have that secret sauce it's all pretty much the same we just all kind of have our own personality thrown in there on how exactly we do that. And like you just said, it's everybody, there's enough out there because like you guys aren't going to be a fit for every customer for what you guys do. And that's fine. That's okay. Cause it's better for you guys that way. And it's better for that customer. So it's okay to understand that and work with other people. Yeah, you know, that's, I'm glad you brought that up because that's, that's one of these revolutionary ideas that we've just sort of recently started to put into practice. Um, is that the idea that you can say no to customers, you know, because you think, you know, if you're trying to sell things and get paid to sell those things, you want to sell all the things, you know, and so to, to say no to that is instinctively, that's scary. Um, but, you know, you're realizing that you're not a fit for everybody. And everybody's not a fit for for your company, um, you know. Again, to have that freedom to say, I, I, you know, I don't know if this is going to be, you know, the best match. You may be better served by, you know, X, Y, or Z, um, because we've all had, you know, those jobs that we've taken on against our better judgment, but because we really want to get that sale and we kick ourselves, you know, the entire way through, including trying to get paid at the end, um, you know, and and so being able to say, hey, this is this is an idea. Let me put this into practice, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's something that, you know, that we're getting better and better at is identifying the people that we, and the projects that, that we like to endeavor. And that that's right in there. And my, my introduction, um, when we have our first meeting, Hey, um, you know, can we agree that if this isn't a fit, if our processes don't seem like they're going to be a fit for you, that by the end of this meeting, 
that you'll tell us. And if we see that, you know, that our processes may not fit this project that you have in front of us, is it okay if we tell you that and possibly give you a referral to somebody that may be better suited for your project? Would that be okay? Can we agree on that? And, you know, you build trust doing things like that. You really do. We get referrals from people from time to time that we've said no to. Well, that's, I mean, that's the biggest impact is like, in my experience, that would pay 10 forward to say, this isn't something that we're, you know, that fits what we do, but here's such and such. Because then they know, like, you're not going to come in. The general perception from homeowners is you're going to come in and you're just going to bid everything out because you're the contractor and you can do everything. But when you don't do that and they realize you focus on what you want to do, they're always going to refer you for that. And then they're going to come back to you. Yeah, it works. It's- it works. <laughs> we've, we've got less less problem clients because of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that a, it's amazing when you decide exactly what kind of work you like, what kind of clients you want to work with, and you decide, I'm just going to do that, how much easier things start to become. Mm-hmm. But to, it, yeah. it takes the courage to step off that ledge, though. Yeah, it used to scare the heck out of me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I completely understand that because it is, <laughs> it, you know, it's scary to say no to work. When the work is there wanting to do business with you, to be able to say no to it, it's a powerful thing and it definitely is a ledge that you have to step off of. Yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. So Phil and Heather, it has been absolutely amazing talking today. Your guys' story is inspirational. I can't even say that word, but it inspires people uh, (laughs) to get to where you guys are at and continue to grow. And so for all the construction champions out there, if they wanted to connect with you, watch what you guys are doing Check out your website, any of that kind of stuff. Where's the best places for them to do that? Uh, so our website is closerlookgeneralcontracting.com or closerlooknc.com. Um, both go to the same place. We've got a Facebook page, Closer Look General Contracting. We've got an Instagram. Um, so, and all of our contact information, telephone number and, and stuff is right there on those pages. Awesome. Well, that'll also all be in the show notes. But once again, Thank you guys for being here today. Thank you. We enjoyed it. Ron, thank you so much for what you do. You put out there into the world of construction and developing construction champions. Um, you know, there's uh, there's so many nuggets that that we've gained from listening to your podcasts and other podcasts. But there's, you know, you've had some really great people on that. Um, man, it's it's just such a valuable a valuable asset to have at your fingertips right here. Um, you know, when you're mowing the lawn or, or doing anything else. Um, so thank you so much for having us on and thank you for what you're putting out there every day. Um, and if there's anything that we can do to help you, please let us know. I appreciate that. And now you guys are on the roster right there with everybody that has been on the show. It's a community <laughs> there. So you guys are all now, you know, you're part of the construction champions family here. So I'm, I'm thank you for saying that. It's, it's truly like, this is, this excites me. We're rocking and rolling. We're putting out great content. Like it's not me. I'm not the great content, but like it's, 
like you guys come on here and share your stories and nuggets that just allow people to go out and understand that, hey, we're all in this together. Like this is literally, I'm not the only one out here building a construction business. And sometimes it can feel that way, but it's not. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thanks, Ron. So construction champions, another amazing episode where we talked about improving yourself, having the willingness. So I say on here all the time about looking in the mirror. How about looking on your bookshelf? I love what Phil said about the amount of books that he had that none of them had anything to do about business. And I think in life, we just, we end up down that road where we're listening to who knows what podcast all day long that has nothing to do with where where we're headed or what we want to do because we're trying to tune out from that when what we should be doing is tuning into that. That's what Phil and Heather shared today is like, Don't be afraid to just continuously learn and pull that information out. It doesn't have to be Construction Champions podcast. There is awesome podcasts out there. We've had the hosts on here. I, 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 like I said, I'm a firm believer in everybody working together and collaborating. And I know I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but you need to find your cup of tea. You need to figure out who are them coaches, who are them mentors that move the ball for you. So you can follow them. You can continue to grow. You can consume their content, read their books, go watch them speak places, listen to their podcasts, figure it out together instead of just separate. And it can be absolutely amazing. So construction champions, until next time, be the champion you're meant to be.